Ward and Brown Brokers. Thanks for joining us for the Breaking It Down with Ward and Brown podcast, the official podcast from the Ward and Brown General Agency. I'm your host, Paul Roberts. We are so happy to have you. In the spirit and recurring theme of our first few episodes, this episode covers another employer notification requirement, this time related to the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as the ACA. The notification is called the ACA Notice of Exchange Availability and is arguably the easiest of all the employer notifications to comply with for a number of reasons, which you'll hear about in a few moments. But first, let me start with some background for you. When the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act was introduced back in 2010, it created major changes in the health insurance market. It was the most significant regulatory overhaul and expansion of healthcare coverage since the passage of Medicare and Medicaid back in the mid-60s. The general intent of the law was to provide better access to healthcare and health insurance options and theoretically improved cost challenges for consumers. Of course, there is much more to this law, but that's the gist of it in its most abridged form. The Affordable Care Act created what are called exchanges, also known as health insurance marketplaces, where consumers can purchase individual and family coverage from an array of health insurance carriers with many plan options in order to secure health insurance coverage. In the ACA's effort to make coverage more affordable, premium assistance was made available to certain persons whose modified adjusted gross income fall beneath certain income thresholds up to four times the amount of the federal poverty level. The ACA also enacted what's known as the individual mandate, which generally requires all taxpayers, well, those without exceptions anyways, to have minimum essential health insurance coverage which in turn permitted the lawmakers to ban medical underwriting on all individual medical insurance policies. Before the ACA, medical underwriting was very heavy on applicants in the individual market. Risk was heavily evaluated by the carriers anytime a person applied, and coverage would often be denied to applicants because of even the smallest record of anything perceived to be negative on one's medical history. The ACA completely eliminated that, implemented the individual mandate, and created exchanges so taxpayers can get their own individual coverage to comply with the ACA's individual mandate. The ACA also introduced requirements on some employers, known as the employer mandate, which will be covered on forthcoming episodes. Exchanges have been around for a long while. California Choice, a private health insurance exchange for employers, which is a company of the Warden Brown family of companies, by the way, had been around for years before the ACA ever introduced these new individual exchanges. The ACA looked at successful private exchanges like California Choice and created both public exchanges for employers and separate public individual exchanges for individuals where individual consumers without other group coverage could get health coverage. But of course, it was important to notify taxpayers of these changes so that the entire law could work. That's where the ACA Notice of Exchange Availability, which is the subject of this podcast episode, comes into play. All employers subject to the Fair Labor Standards Act, also known as the FLSA, which covers 99.9% of all employers in America, are required to provide new hires written notice about the Affordable Care Act's individual health insurance exchanges, 
where again, individual consumers can get their own health insurance coverage without any pre-existing condition concerns. This notice must be distributed to every employee, regardless of full-time status, part-time status, or even benefit eligibility. Remember, the intent here is to inform taxpayers, well, that is employees in this context, of the availability to enroll in coverage on the exchange. That's why the notice must be given to all employees, full-time and part-time alike. And for this requirement, there are two separate notices. One is for employers that offer a health plan to some or all employees. The other is for employers that do not offer any health plan at all. They both contain the same general information about exchanges, but they have a slightly different tone. One essentially says, hey, while you're offered coverage through this employer, you also have the ability to enroll in other individual coverage on the exchange. The other notice says, coverage is not offered at this organization, so please be aware of your availability and ability to get your own coverage on these exchanges. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but I know you catch my drift. These notices explain what the health insurance marketplace, the exchanges, is. It tells employees that they may qualify to save money and lower monthly premiums on these exchanges with certain, uh, it depends, caveats, and discusses whether employer health coverage affects eligibility for premium tax savings through the marketplace. And by the way, it does. If the employer sponsors coverage, the employer must complete a secondary portion of the form to detail the employer's information about the health coverage offered to the employee. The form's data boxes are numbered, and they correspond with the exchange enrollment application to, in theory, make applying for coverage more simple. The form also contains details of whether the employer's coverage does or does not meet the ACA's minimum value standard. And in English, that means it tells the employee whether the plan is at least a bronze level plan or better. The notice also says whether or not the plan is considered to be affordable under the ACA standards, which is based on employee wages. The form also contains premium amounts for the employee's coverage. Interestingly, with this employer notification requirement, and I can't think of any other ones like it, there are no penalties for violating the requirement to distribute it to any and all employees. Now, there were penalties at one point, but the Department of Labor announced back in 2013 that it would cease assessing penalties for this requirement. Many reckon the non-compliance penalty was eliminated because word had gotten out to most people about exchanges, so there was no longer a major need to notify employees about the exchanges. But I suppose no one knows for sure. Still, though, it's a requirement under the law. We recommend distributing these forms, either electronically or in print, to employees, even if there is no non-compliance penalty. ERISA attorneys say the same thing. It is always best to comply with the law because, of course, doing so allows the employer to avoid any potential liability. The Department of Labor has these forms on its website, which again are called ACA Notice of Exchange Availability Notifications. They contain a remarkable amount of information on individual exchanges and are worth the read if you haven't looked at them before. Thanks for joining us on this episode and for breaking it down with Warden Brown. We've got lots more lined up for you, and we're looking forward to talking to you again real soon. Cheers.